Welcome to life, the grand adventure. During this adventure, there are many twists and turns, each of which leads on a new path of our journey. Luckily for all of us, we have God with us on this adventure. Oftentimes, we try to make things too complicated. Hello, I'm Adam, and I have great news for you. Life is actually quite simple, and if you come along with me on this podcast journey, I will share with you one simple fact about life and faith. It's that simple. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Merry Christmas, everybody. You're either listening to this on Christmas right before or after Christmas. Regardless, the Christmas season is in full effect. It's a whole week. Christmas can be a whole week from the day before Christmas Eve in our house or days before Christmas Eve all the way almost through New Year's Eve. But it's Christmas. It is the biggest holiday celebrated. It's not the most important Christian holiday, but the biggest celebrated holiday in America by a lot. You can look at the money that goes into it, the time, the effort, the decoration. What we see in the world means that it's a big day. It means that something big has happened. This month, I went with a theme, and it's almost like God's telling me this might be where I'm headed for the foreseeable future in the podcast, but it was Why We Christmas. And I went through different thoughts, preparing, listening, being worthy. And I, I closed the month with the theme gifts, continuing after. So I've been saying all this, and at times I'm catching myself. I think I'm failing in listening to what God is telling me. <laughs> Everything that I'm saying here, I'm preaching to the choir. It's, 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 it's for me. God's telling me to say this. God's saying this to me as well. And I've felt like I'm slipping this month. Not so much that I've been like, oh, Christmas is all about gifts and decorations, but that I haven't slowed down to savor it, to savor the month, to really be in the moment, to be in Jesus the full time. I've done a 
short reading every day. I've read some passages of Isaiah. I've went to church. I've done some Advent calendar nights with my family. And every day that we have went to school, my son and I have done a Christmas devotional. But personally, I've just rushed. It's a busy time. Busy at work for me. Busy in life. I mentioned earlier, that's why I think God's slowing me down next year. I already see it coming. But it's been really busy for me. And I've missed a lot. I'm recording this a few days before Christmas and I'm already going, wow, that happened. I'm getting ready to go spend two days with the in-laws. Then we'll be home for Christmas Day and then two days with my parents. And that'll be the holiday celebration. But I've rushed through it. We had a couple of days here before we had to go. We're going to visit family and they've just went away so fast. We went to pick up, run some errands, do life things and didn't stop. I was excited because today my son and I stopped and we just played a game together, enjoyed each other's company. Tonight, the family stopped and we made cookies together. Cookies have been made throughout the month, but not the four of us in the kitchen. And I've noticed that. And God's told me, hey, you need to savor this time. Before we head off to the in-laws, we're going to go to church service and then head to the in-laws. There's a couple hours in the morning. And usually my mornings on Saturday are going off to my Men's Alliance church group. Driving there, spending an hour and change, and then coming back. But God's told me, don't go. Stay with your family. Time with other men of God is important. But your family's one. Take that time. It's only going to be a couple hours, but take that time. You all haven't slowed down, but take that time in the morning to sit down with them. So that's what I did. I did my obligation for the group, contacted some guys and uh, told Ty, I said, hey, I'm not going to make it. And this is why. And he was like, fist pump, because that's what we're, that's our focus. Men's Alliance church group, going to connect group or small group is not my mission work right now. My mission work is my house. And if I'm falling behind, God's telling me to step it up. And that's where I got to go. That's what I need to do. That's what I'm going to do. Right now, I'm able to record because they're wrapping my Christmas presents. Shh, don't tell. So I got a little more time because there's lots of them. <laughs> I don't know, but they are wrapping presents and it worked out. And I was like, hey, I was going to do it after they went to bed. So before we get ready to run, we're going to stop in the morning. Enjoy each other's company. Worship together. And then hit the ground running with family and then time here. Santa's going to come drop off some presents. Then we're going to relax a little bit Christmas Day. We'll be tired though because we're early Christmas people. We just are so excited. We're up and early and then go see my folks. But think about Christmas. As we're getting to the day or right after, whenever you listen to this, Christmas is a giant big old day of gifts. But it's the day of the biggest gift. We got our Savior that day. Old and cliche. There's going to be cliches throughout this, but they, they're true. And the thing is, a lot of times we get gifts on Christmas and we don't remember them. We need to remember the most important gift. We need to remember Jesus on that day. That's why I said this is called gifts continuing after. We've got to carry that gift of Jesus as we move on. 
we can't just leave it there on that day. Like that tie we get. I'll get some cool trinkets because I like to collect random nerd stuff. But we need to carry it with us. Christmas is not about a day. Christmas is about a state of mind. Christmas is about how we live our life. It's how we live it with our Savior. And it comes a few months before we celebrate what he did for us. Today I read the scripture about the, the Magi from the East. And a, a couple of cool things. I, I just wanted, I like to share things that I learned. I'm learning a lot while doing this. And I learned actually some cool facts about the Magi from a Bible study I did with my son, which was really nifty. First, some people, maybe you do, January 6th is a day called Epiphany. It's a day when the visit of the Magi is celebrated. And it comes from the Greek word, epiphania, which means appearance or manifestation. It refers to when Jesus Christ manifested into the world. The holiday is also called the Day of Epiphany or Theophany or Three Kings Day. And it varies from where you live, how you celebrate it, what people call it. And the, the day is celebrated with a feast. In the Eastern Christian Church, Epiphany is also known as Theophany, and it's a, it's a Christian feast. And it doesn't just celebrate the Magi. It celebrates three big events in Jesus' life. It celebrates the visit of the Magi, the baptism of Jesus, and the wedding at Cana where he did his first special miracle. But doing this as a Christmas theme, we're going to really focus on the Magi portion talking about the wise men, how they came to visit the baby Jesus after he was born. Notice in the scripture it said, it starts with after Jesus was born. So we have the really cute nativity story, and it's interesting. We were watching the movie Journey to Bethlehem, and it takes some liberties based upon the traditional story. But as we we're watching it, we were talking, and I was like, we don't really know exactly the time frame. We have, you know, what, 30, 40 verses of scripture, and it doesn't give an exact time frame over two books. Some people say the Magi maybe were two years later. Some people say it was a few weeks later. Does it matter? It doesn't. It really doesn't. What matters is that they came to see Jesus. This is when Jesus was revealed. I said manifestation earlier. He was revealed to the world, and it's a celebration. Orthodox churches are a big congregation of brothers and sisters who celebrate Epiphany. I have some friends that are Orthodox and they celebrate Easter at a different date. And they use some Orthodox churches even celebrate Epiphany bigger than Christmas. On that day, they have a church ceremony where a priest blesses water and then blesses the entire congregation. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty awesome. And as I was saying, it's bigger in some places than Christmas day. That's how big visiting the savior from the Magi were. Now here's what I learned that was interesting. My son and I were watching this series of monologues based upon Christmas. And one of the monologues was about the Magi. And I'd never thought about this or connected the dots. But there is a belief that the cast of Magi could be traced back to Babylon during the exile when Daniel was captured and with King Nebuchadnezzar. Because it states in Daniel 2 
The king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, and they, it continues on to talk about he was having a dream. And they tried to interpret the dream, but couldn't. And Daniel interpreted the dream. And at this point, they would have seen Daniel's God. Nebuchadnezzar reinforced Daniel's God throughout his reign. I put the link to Daniel chapter 2 in the notes if you want to check it out. It'd be a great passage to read. It's my Old Testament scripture for the week, but I'm only going to only read that first, that verse 2, to show that the, astro the astrologers, many magi have been called astrologers. So these could be descendants from the caste, from the, they could have been trained up since the time of Daniel in the ex exile, preparing for the coming of Jesus, of the Savior. And that's pretty awesome to see the connection, to see Old Testament to New Testament, that God was preparing the Magi then. When, the, when Daniel and the Israelites were in exile, God was using that time to show the greatest gift. But as I was talking earlier, Christmas has become a gift day. It doesn't have to be bad. We celebrate Jesus' birthday by exchanging gifts, which is in essence is honoring the wise man's gifts. Many people, there are some families that don't do gifts, and that's totally cool. Some families make donations in lieu of gifts. That's awesome as well. Our family is a crazy wild gift people. I love giving gifts, but to me, it's not about just giving something. It was to a point years ago about getting something. And that mind thought sort of swapped. For me, a gift is not about what it is. It's the why. Why did someone choose to get that for me? If they just went and bought some junk off the shelf because it was on sale Black Friday, it has no meaning. It's not really a gift. It's just stuff. But if they said, hey, this reminds me of how Adam and I connected. This is something that's important to us. That's what makes the gift valuable. One year for Christmas, my daughter got me a Hobbit devotional. Our connections are through our faith in Christ, and she knows how much I love Lord of the Rings. She didn't just get the devotional. She got a leather-bound one, a big fancy one, so I could have it. It was beautiful. It was thoughtful. The thought within that. Very simple devotional. Challenge for her to get, but it was amazing. But it was the thought that goes into that. And that's what makes the gift important. So as you're giving gifts, think about that as well. Why are you giving it? If you're just giving stuff, you're just exchanging money, swapping it back and forth. The gifts I'm giving my family are a little different this year. For my brother, we're not giving them stuff. They, don't, they say they don't need more stuff. We're going to give them time. We're going to take them out to dinner when we go to the beach this summer. A nice dinner, not just like, you know, McDonald's. It's a good chunk of change. We're going to take them. We're going to go to a nice dinner. We've never done that with them. But that's the thought. The thought is the time that we can have with them because we don't see them as much. The kings did the same thing. The magi, they had three gifts and they had meaning. The gold was a symbol of kingship on earth. Christ was the king. Frankincense, it's kind of incense, was a symbol of his godliness. It's a symbol of deity, of him being God. And myrrh, which is in essence an embalming oil, was a symbol of death. And what was going to happen next? And the sacrifice he was going to make, the gifts had a thought, had a meaning, were placed before the king, were placed before God, knowing the sacrifice as they came, possibly in the lineage hundreds of years before.
So here's what we got to think about here. A lot of us go through Christmas and then we move on. I used to do that. I love the Christmas season, but I hated Christmas Day. Christmas Day was the worst day because, boom, it's done. It's over. No more. All the gifts are opened. Everything's over. The other year, I really put my mind to think that I need to get out of that mindset. Christmas can be year-round. I could have Christmas in my house year-round. Decorations, that would be amazing. And I had to think, how can I do that? And there were a couple mindset things I did to get myself into that aspect. Because we need to think, Jesus isn't just a one day. Jesus is an every day. And I do Jesus activities through church and groups all the time, but I need to keep that Christmas joy. Not just, hey, I'm doing Jesus. There's that, there's that joy that I have because I love Christmas, but make that, make that joy not as big as my Jesus joy. I need to keep that excitement. How am I going to do that? Well, for me to keep the Christmas joy, to get it to compound into Jesus joy, I started watching Christmas movies throughout the year, throwing in Christmas music every now and then, just little reminders of the season to make me smile. We keep up a couple of snow globes and ornaments throughout the year. But things that I got to do because Christmas is a season. Jesus is a year long. Jesus is a lifelong. Is we go to church. It's not a discussion. We all get up on Sundays and we go. We know that's part of life. It's not I'm tired unless we're sick because we don't make our friends sick. And if we're not there, we're getting some sort of Jesus in us while, we're, while the others are at church. Read the Bible. I listen to the Bible at times. I read the Bible at times. Make it part of your life, whichever way it is. Having Jesus time with my family is something I'm doing, especially my son in the morning. He'll be gone out of the car in the fall. So that'll be an adapting part, probably a podcast episode. Having my men's alliance group, being part of a group with other faithful men and people. That's how I can keep that joy all year round. That's how I can keep it going. I need to make Jesus part of my daily life to keep that joy. Because Jesus is love. Jesus is joy. Jesus is life. So it's that simple, friends. Christmas is a peace of mind. P-E-A-C-E. Christmas peace is the purpose for the day. It isn't a big old present day. It's a celebration of our Savior. Enjoy the presents, but bask in His presence. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. -E -E, and carry the gifts of Christ past the one day, or many days, of celebration and into your daily life all year long. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for sending down your son. Thank you for coming down to this world for us to live with us, to have the human experience because you loved us so much. You could have stayed up in heaven. You could have lorded over us for sake of a better way to say it, but you chose due to your love for us to come down. Love came down as a song that is saying, and it's true. Love came down in the form of a baby. Love came down that Christmas day, was born in flesh to a virgin and then grew up to die on a cross and come back three days later as a risen savior. Thank you for that. Give us the strength during this time to focus on you. Help us to carry the joy of Christmas with us into our year to make the joy of Christmas our joy of Jesus, not just the joy of 
cute decorations and lights and Santa and presents and friendships and families, those are all spectacular. But to know that Jesus is why and to carry that joy with us. Point us towards the way to keep that joy going. Point us towards the way to lead our families in that and to lead our friends in that. Thank you for your love. Thank you for coming down. Make this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I challenge everybody, enjoy Christmas. Make it year-round, not just one day. Jesus is a 365-day, or next year, 366-day Savior. It's always here in the form of the Holy Spirit. Live like that in worship, the Word, and in prayer. So, Kingdom Praise Radio, I love you guys. I love being part of your family. You are amazing. Everybody check it out, www.kingdompraiseradio.com, or check out also my other partner, 2Jesus Music and Podcast Network, www.lcprva.com. Last week, I mentioned my friend Mary. She's doing a Women's at the Well online Bible study. There's a link in my linear notes. It's linktree.tr.ee backslash Christian Mama Mary, one M and Mama, but it's in my links, but check it out. Mary Young, Women of the Well, online Bible study, great way for women to connect. Also, everybody, check out my Spotify. I was watching myself on the video. I didn't know it worked there. If you watch it on the phone, it's a cool little video. You can see my Snoopy shirt. You got my Snoopy Christmas shirt. It's my last Christmas shirt for the video. Give me some likes. Give me some love. Send me any notes. If there's anything you want me to pray for you, give me a message. I'd love to hear from you. It's at simplepodcast at gmail.com. But as always, let's do this together. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. I'll see you next year.